This is Working to Beat. It is Thursday, August 19, 2021. I'm Kevin Cooney. Thanks for joining us. Mike Kern along the way here tonight. On a uh, on a Thursday night, we're recording this as the Eagles' second preseason game is taking place. Uh, Jalen Hurts did not play because of illness, uh, which was announced um, roughly like literally as Joe Flacco stepped on the field to start the game. So we'll mention them in the in the second half of the show. Uh, first half, we'll probably deal with the Phillies a lot more. Mike, how are you? I'm fine. I, you know, hey, look, I got tickets to the Phillies game next Tuesday. I got Thursday. Uh, through the sport. Are you going to that game? I'm going Thursday. I'm not going Tuesday. Well, I'm going with the sports writers. Um, they had those tickets. I'm taking my grandson. Um, uh, yeah, look, whatever. You know, go ahead. You talk about the Phillies first. No, I'll no, no. Just... Tuesday is the first I... day. Of, Tuesday is the first day of school. So that's why I'm. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, schools. Are, I forgot. I got my wife School, goes back. Uh, yeah, we have in-service oh. days, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. So, But I always talk first. You, you talk first. Well, I'll, I'll, let, talk, me, let me talk first. Well, let me, <laughs> let me give a couple updates here for a couple of things. Uh, this is one of two, uh, two, that, uh, two shows this week. One will be a standalone uh, interview I'm having with Charlie Manuel. We're recording on uh, Friday morning. Uh, so we will have that up as well. Please give a listen to that one. Reminder, two weeks from last night, September 1st, we will be at Chaps Pit Beef uh, down in... I'll be eating. You'll be talking. Yeah, down in down in Media, uh, Baltimore Pike, 1083 Baltimore Pike, uh, Chaps Pit Beef. Paul Hagan will be there. Uh, hoping to maybe get a couple other people to come out. And uh, we'll do our first live show. So please be there. That's September 1st, 6 p.m. is the start of our show. We'll hang out. No big whoop. All right. Let's get to the Phillies. Um, it's one thing when you lose two or three of the Dodgers. And I'll make the argument it's one thing if you lose two or three even to the Reds, who are pretty decent. But to go out and get swept by the Arizona Diamondbacks, a team that literally has to win every game the rest of the season, and it's, you know, 50 <coughs> games left, 40 games left. Well, if they played the Phillies 40 times, they might. They might have a shot. To get to 500 is embarrassing. Huh. And yet, they didn't just get beat. They got stomped. And they did it in a way where there was no effort, there was no energy, their bats have d- totally disappeared. They have gone from two up to four back in a span of 10 days. And the best thing that happened to them today was that the Braves were off. Yeah. And the Braves go to Baltimore this week, and while the yeah. Phillies go to San Diego. Kevin, stuff happens. It's 162 games. You've covered enough baseball season to understand this. The Padres have lost eight of their last nine, I think. I, I, yeah, I think they I'm, have. And they, they haven't been playing great teams. No. And they they lost two or three. To, they lost three or four to the Diamondbacks. So right. So this happens. I mean, it's not. I'm not going to. It's the way they lost. It's they had until the ninth inning today. <laughs> they had three hits. After having four hits the, the last night, I think, or and four hits the night before that, or whatever the hell they had <laughs> against guys that's throwing out. Now Bumgarner's a good pitcher. Yeah, but that he's not. 
October 2014 Madison Bumgarner. No, but he's still good. He's good, but he's he good. Um, but he was he he. They made him look completely untouchable. The Phillies are what they are. They're going to have look. This thing ain't over, regardless of how bad. Look, they still have six weeks to go. They they're they're still going to play. They still have the series. <coughs> oh, excuse me, I'm coughing for some reason. That's fine. <laughs> it's not fine. I drank some iced tea. Okay. Um, what happened? The <clears throat> when you play, they, they're going to have another stretch this year. I guarantee you. Well, they'll go five and two in a week. You know, they'll hit the ball. They'll, they'll do whatever. But when they had that eight-game winning streak, everybody got all, all excited. I get it. I understand. They hit the ball. But everybody assumed they were going to hit the ball the rest of the year. And they may. I'm not saying. But the team, more often than not this year, has not hit the ball. And when you get – I mean, they had the bases – uh, loaded the one inning with no outs, the, and the top of their order up, it got one run. You know, really, and it can't just be about Bryce Harper hitting a home run every other game or whatever he's been doing. It's not Bryce's fault, but they've all gone cold at the same time. And when they were winning those eight games, they were all hot at the same time. You know, and they were lucky to win a few of those games. They beat the Nats a couple games where they did score late in games. God bless them. That's what you're supposed to do. I, I got no problem with that. I'm not going to sit here and apologize for beating anybody. But what they just did, for all the fans that were stoked, they just stuck a dart in the balloon. And I'm not saying they can't get it back if they're only two games out a week from now or whatever. And they've also let the Mets back into it. I don't think the Mets really have a shot. Well, the Mets apparently but, may be shutting the Grom down, depending on what's going on. Sure but they yeah. are. But, and, the, and the owner's losing his mind today. Right. Whatever. But I think it's either going to be the Phillies or the Braves. But, but I'm just saying, you, you can't – the swings that they've had in the last three weeks is almost um, – I, I don't remember seeing anything like this. I'm 63 years old. I've been watching this. And, Kevin, the one thing with this team – and I've never – I don't remember. I'm sure there's been a couple other teams I'm just forgetting about. A Philadelphia team that I had such a hard time getting behind. Yeah. I want to root for this team so bad because they haven't been in the playoffs in 10 years. They could have made it last year, should have made it last year, didn't make it last year. And you follow this team and you look at Noel and you look at Boom and you look at Hoskins and you look at the center fields and you just sit there and shake your head and you want – to root for them. You look at Girardi looks like he has no answer. And I'm not blaming Girardi. I'm not saying he's had the greatest year, but I'm not blaming him. It's on the players at some point. Right. I mean, well, who did who did the Diamondbacks throw out there? Yeah, I mean, aside from Bumgarner, it was slop. I mean, Tyler Clippard's not bad reliever at the back end. M- Mike, if they miss the playoffs, these are the games that are going to kill them. Ready? 0-3 against Arizona right now. Now they get them for four next weekend, but still... You know, you got those are the those are the teams you beat up on. Yeah. Um, one and two against Colorado. One and two against Pittsburgh. Seven and six against Miami, which everybody else is feasting on. Those are the teams you beat up on. Those are the teams that you have to beat up on if you're going to be a playoff team. And they haven't. I mean, and we're not even getting. Yeah, you know, they've played Boston. They're three and three. The Yankees, they were two and two. I mean, they, they, you know, the Dodgers, they were two. Kevin, and, that's who they are. Right. It's like they are, five, they are five hundred. 
team. That's why the number at the beginning of the year was 80 or 81. You said under, I said over, but we both said it would be right around. We both kind of felt it would be right around that number. I still think they're going to finish over, but it ain't going to be by much. Right. And, and they got 41 games left. People, and here's, and look, Grant, the Phillies have an easy schedule. I, I, The Braves have the fourth easiest schedule or the fifth easiest schedule. By the way, they're playing Baltimore this weekend. Baltimore's lost 15 straight games. Mm-hmm. And now I'm not saying that doesn't mean that the Braves are going to go win three. They might lose. Who knows? Dick Girardi has said this on the radio show I do with him on Saturdays. He said it a couple times. I think it may. The Braves know how to win. They've been there the last They lost to Cunha. They lost a couple other guys, really important guys. They went out and made a couple trades, and they're playing. The Phillies, how many guys on the Phillies, Kevin, have been in playoffs? Harper. I mean, Harper was in one playoff series, I believe. Wheeler. What, who was he with? The Mets. Okay. Um, but, I mean, how many guys on their team have – I mean, I know the, pit, the guy – the left Segura has never been – Yeah. games for Pittsburgh. And he played in a division series, McCutcheon. They, they did win They win one. one. They won one. Okay. But I'm just saying – By the, by the way, he, if we want to compare, right, if we want to compare Phillies and Braves, okay <laughs> – it doesn't, you know, it, it, it's just one of those things that the reason why the Phillies are, <clears throat> the reason why the Braves are better than the Phillies is not necessarily talent. Remember, you mentioned Acuna out. They had Marcelo Zuna was in their opening day lineup. He's gone. Soroka right. never pitched this year. Right. The Phillies rotation's better than the Braves. Uh... It is. It is. I, I don't know if I'd go that far, but I'll say they're on a par. Because what NOLA is, is, is they don't really have it, too. I mean, they uh, really don't. But, I mean, if you want to look at it, Wheeler, Gibson. Wheeler's better than anybody the Braves are going to throw out there. Wheeler's better than anybody anybody's going right. to throw and, out and there. Gi- and, Gibson, and Gibson's about equal to most of what Atlanta puts okay. out Okay, well, you know better than I do. Okay. So. But, yeah, and, you know, it's easy to beat up on Aaron NOLA. And it is. And trust me, I've been the guy swinging the stick at the pinata all year. Okay, yeah. this isn't just an Aaron Nola issue. Though. Oh no, it's not. It's not anybody. And, and I think a, that's the one thing. Like, early he's going to take. I'm guaranteeing you, Kevin. If oh, he's going to take the fall. He's going to take the blame. Lose by three or four games. Let's, sure. let's just say that or whatever. He's going to take the brunt of it. Just like last September, him and Wheeler both had two starts the last week. Didn't win either of them. Now, I'm not saying it was totally their fault, but and, – and I just read this today. You tell me if this is right. The Braves infield is on pace to do something nobody else has done in baseball history. Have all four infielders hit 30 home runs? Or is it 20 home runs? I think it, I think it would be 20, but uh, – Well, somebody but, had it. Either Matt Green had it or, or Scott had it in their story because I read it, and I'm like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah, no, it would be 30 because – um, 30, yeah. That's, Free, that's, Freeman Freeman's at twenty seven, and by the way, right. Freddie Freeman was awful for the first two and a half months of the season. Yeah, well, now and now he may be the MVP. Awful. He's back to three hundred one average wise, twenty seven yeah. homers, seventy RBIs. Ozzy Albie's has twenty two. Dansby right. Swanson has twenty four. Austin Riley is twenty six. They've gotten hot. They're on a pace to hit. I think I read in the story they're on a pace. Whatever number they're on a pace to hit is only three off the major league mark for most home runs by an infield. And I can't remember off the top of my head who holds that mark, but it, it was sorry. But, I mean, think about it. 
Uh, we we never give the Braves credit because you know Cunha's out, and, and, and but well, they they got guys who are really playing. Yeah, and it challenges it challenges the fact that people think that you have to have great pitching to win, and they don't. I mean, look, Charlie Morton. Oh, it helps. It helps. It does. It does. But like Charlie Morton is twelve and four, and right. he has a three four seven. He's a, he's good. He's not great. Okay, Kevin. When the Phillies had their eight-game winning streak, it wasn't because of great pitching. Their pitching was good. I'm not knocking the pitching. No, but they hit. It was a hit. They won two games against the Nationals at the end of games. You know where guys came and they they came through in the eighth and ninth innings of a couple of those games with really clutch hits. Now, now in, the, in this the, the since the eight-game winning streak, I think they're batting one eighty with runners in scoring position or something. I mean, Fransky had the, the number today because I was driving around and. The Phillies actually had four hits with runners in scoring position today, but only one run scored. <laughs> like, only one of those hits scored a run. That's hard to do. It, it, it's <laughs> unbelievable. And yeah, I, I mean, think about this. Wheeler, if you're looking at this game before today, and I know Bum, Bumgarner was pitching. I get all that. And you pointed that out to me before the game started, why he was only 2-1. you got to win this game. And then Wheeler went out and pitched really well. Yeah, coming for like in. Five for five innings. And he's probably sitting there going, "What do I got to do? I got to throw a shutout." Right. Coming into this, coming into this game, in their last uh, eight before this one, this is from that sweep of the Mets onward. Okay, this is not counting the Thursday game. One seventy-seven average, five fifty-three OPS, five homers, sixteen RBIs, sixty-eight strikeouts, thirty-eight, uh, thirty uh, walks, only nineteen runs scored. So. You're talking just about two. Are they striking out a lot too? I haven't really been paying attention to that stat. Sixty-eight strikeouts in in those eight games. Well, that's so well, you're talking you're talking about nine a game, eight to nine. Well, that, a game. That's low for them. That is low so, for them. But that yeah. means you're having weak contact. You're you're constantly yeah. having weak contact. But here, here's the thing, Kevin. Can they a week from now? I'm just saying, a week from now, have another stretch of a week or two well, but, where they but, like? Can you can you sweep sweep? Uh, yeah, hit the switch, and all of a sudden it comes. Like, what What made it happen during that eight games? Well, let's also be honest. Five of those games are against the Nationals. And well, three of these games were against the Arizonas, yeah. and, and they're worse than the Nationals. Yeah, but the Nationals at that point, remember, had just dealt. Uh, uh, I understand that. I, I Turner. I that. And, and, this, and, is a, this is a triple-A team they were playing. I understand. With 7,000 people. You there? There was guys. There was yelling. no. There was no way there were seven thousand there today. It was hilarious, one. Kevin. The one I'm listening to one day, and the, you could hear the guy. He yelled something out, and then uh, Tom McCarthy, I guess, or what? Somebody said, "If that was Segura, he would have yelled back at him." Because you, you could hear yeah. the people. I mean, look, it, it is what it is. I mean, in Arizona, weren't they in the playoffs like two years ago? It was. It was fairly it was recent. recently. It was fairly recent. They. I mean. How can baseball have this? I, I get it. Every sport has bad teams. I totally understand. There's going to be bad teams in the NFL this year. We may have one of them. There's going to be bad teams in the NBA, the NHL. We we did have one of them. But, my God, you have Pittsburgh, Baltimore, Arizona. Uh, I know I'm leaving a couple out. And I'm not even including Miami, which really isn't a good team. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't. Is baseball just top-heavy? 
Oh, where you have like six or seven really good teams. Well, if you're not competing, what's the incentive? Yeah, to, to... I know. You, yeah, you, yeah. By the way, all three games of that series drew under a thousand people. Yeah, but they said today was the like you know because it was a day game. I mean, they right. said today was the worst. Yeah, it was seventy nine yesterday, seventy nine, and today was seventy one sixty four. There was. I don't think they were saying there wasn't. No. And there was actually some Philly fans out there. Cause Who booed. Well, that's a pretty good trip to make. Yeah, um, yeah I, Kevin, look. And, I, and, and and here's the thing, and McCarthy mentioned it on the broadcast, um, and it's a valid point. If the Phillies had just played 500 ball this week, not only would you have the division possibly there for you, and I'm talking, you know, obviously going back to the Dodgers series and everything, with the way that the Padres are playing, three and seven in their last ten, right. lost three in a row, you would be in the middle of the race for the wild card. You yeah, would, instead of being five back, you'd be two back or a game back. You'd be with Cincinnati. I know. I, I hey, look. If you had told me, and I mean this in all seriousness, and I usually don't. They just got passed by the way by the St. Louis Cardinals, who are dead in the water. Okay. Yeah. If you had told me before the series, like. How much would I bet that the Phillies would win at least two or three? Let's say that. I would have seriously thought about betting a lot of money just that they win two or three. I, I figured, hey, they'll lose a game. And even when they lost that first game, I was like, there's there's no way. And this, this, I, maybe I'm just getting carried away. Today, I would have bet the farm. Only The well, only was reason I Baumgartner was pitching. Right. That's the only reason. But other than that, there is no way you have your ace. You have the maybe the Cy Young winner. Yep. For all the hell I know. Going out to win a game that you really, really, really needed to win. I mean, you really did. You know? And it, it just it, – it, it, you could see the faces in the dugout. I mean, and I'm not blaming Wheeler. He pitched – you know, he pitched good. And then, you know, if you're not going to score runs behind him, uh, it, it, it makes it hard on a pitcher. It really does. And then I get the funny thing was one of the announcers. And look, I, I feel bad for them because you know they they now now they come like back to earth. Somebody was saying how good Archie's um, ERA now is down to. And I'm thinking like that's great, that's wonderful, but I, I don't need to hear that. <laughs> you know, that, that Archie's ERA and God bless him. You know he's pitching better, he's doing whatever. But man, it's just they're they're you just can't you can't make you can't make any sense of this team except you get back to the fact. They are what they are. Mm-hmm. They're a 500 team, maybe a little better than a 500 team, and ultimately that's not going to be good enough. And I go back to the point. If the Phillies don't make the playoffs this year, not that we thought they were going to before the year started. I don't think you or I had them in the play, But we thought, hey, maybe they could be in the wild card race, you know, come mid-September, come whatever. Now what do you – so if you lose to the Braves in a year where the Braves had to overcome all this crap, the division really stunk, you know, and now you go into the offseason. Like, if you're a fan base, what do you then think? Because the Braves probably aren't going to win 86 games next year. You know, they're probably going to win back in the 90s, I'm guessing. Maybe the Mets get their act together. Who, who – who knows? Maybe the Marlins wake up and say, we have all this young talent. But, I mean, this was your window. Mm-hmm. This was your window. And, actually, last year was your window because you should have made the playoffs last year. We, we, we poo-pooed out a lot. We don't really talk about it a lot because it was a 60-game season. All they had to do was win one game the last week of the season, and they were in. 
and they didn't. So I, I, I don't know. I can just see the fans' frustration, you know, and you really don't have an Eagles to look forward to. I mean, you do, but it ain't like they're a Super Bowl contender. Um, Flyers, Sixers. God, the Sixers have gone from being the number one seed in the, in the, in the East to being like nobody cares about them. Right. They're, not, they're not even on Christmas. <laughs> well, let, 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 let me let me get back to the Phillies here for a second because I, I before we get to the Eagles, but I, I want to point out one thing here, and this is a legitimate question. And uh, you know, you and I have talked about Joe Girardi a couple times this year, and um, you know, one of the things, one of the things that obviously was questioned today was how this team reacted to all this. And here was Joe's reaction. I'll play you post game. Uh, when the idea of effort was brought up, here's Joe Girardi. There's energy, but there's no runs. I mean, it's not like our guys are being energetic. Um, a lot of times it appears that way just because you're not scoring runs. Um, but guys come out with energy every day. We're just, we're not hitting much. And, uh, it's been going on for, you know, over a week now and, um, we got to get it figured out. And it brings up to, it brings up obviously something that um, Charlie Manuel and I'll ask Charlie about it when we talk tomorrow. Um, he talked about energy and enthusiasm always coming from offense, and, and yet, like this offense should be fine. It really should. Now maybe some of these guys have been overextended. The the Brad Millers and the and the Tereuses and and Jankowski's and and all that, but Luke Williams, um, you ain't winning with those guys. No, you're not. Well, no, but the, but the problem the problem also is it's the other guys in your lineup. You know, GT Real Mudo since he's gotten back from this concussion scare has been he awful. Might be, he might be hurt. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I can't. You know, I, I just that, can't. I can't believe Reese Hoskins means this much to this lineup. I, I'm sorry. I don't. But, I can't. Don't confuse. I, I understand what you're already saying to a certain degree. We tend to confuse effort with performance. They, they could be two totally different things. The Phillies could show up at the ballpark every day, ready to go, whatever word you want to put in it, and then just not perform. I don't think there's always a correlation there. Like. When they had the eight-game winning streak, you could see there was a certain vibe. There was a but which came first, the chicken or the egg? Was the vibe created because they were hitting the ball? Mm-hmm. They were coming back late in some games. You know, I, I don't know. I, I understand what Joe's trying to point out, but when we had Jody Mack on last week, and we I, I think it was me that asked Jody, hey, look, Jody, you saw you saw Joe in New York a lot more than we did. And he he thought Joe was doing a good job. Or he didn't think Joe was doing was managing any differently right. than he managed up there. Now, I, I, I didn't see Joe every day up there, so Joe just looks to me like a guy who doesn't have answers. And I'm not blaming him for not having the answers because I still think at some time, I'm sure Charlie will tell you this, at some time, Charlie, it came from the guys on the team. It came from Jimmy Rollins. It came from Chase Utley. Now, I'm not sure it came from Ryan as much because I don't know if he was that kind of guy. Maybe Toots was that kind of guy. I don't know. Victorino, I think, was a big guy when it came to all that of getting things. So on this team, who are those guys? And you've talked about this before. It's not Bryce. I don't think it's Bryce. So tell me on this team, who is the guy? I don't know. There's nobody that sticks out to me like a sore thumb. Uh, Is it the left fielder? I don't know. 
I don't know either. But that, but that's like Joe Girardi can't manufacture that. You know, he can go in and deliver his message, and, and but one of the problems those four guys' names you just rattled off. That's the problem. They're trying to win with those guys, and so the guy like uh, like Miller had a couple, you know, good stretch, and everybody got. You don't win with those guys because those guys are those guys for a reason. But in sports, fans get – it's like the guy who comes in in an NBA game and scores 20 off the bench. And all of a sudden you're like, give him 40 minutes because he'll score 60. No, it doesn't work like that. Those guys are role players for a reason. Uh, the guy, uh, 74, how do I pronounce his name? Tereus. Tereus. He's been great. He, he's been a wonderful pickup for them. But you ain't going to win with him. Remember when they got Freddie Galvis? My God, you might have thought the Phillies got Willie Mays. The way people talked in this town. We got Freddie Galvis. And now, he hasn't even played. It's been three weeks since the trade deadline. The man hasn't played. I, it was like when the Sixers got George Hill. George Hill, George Hill. He didn't play. And then when he played, he wasn't that good. I mean, yeah, you got to win with Harper. Uh, Boehm's been a big disappointment this year, obviously. Mm-hmm. Hoskins has had his, you know, his moments. I mean, his, his numbers are Segura's had a pretty good year. Riamolto, you know, has struggled at times. Uh, you have no center fielder. And your left fielder actually had a good month and a half, you know, till we got hurt. But that, that's, you know, when you're trying to win. With, you know, Gibson is your number two starter. Yep. That wasn't the way they drew it up. No. <laughs> you know, so um, thank God Wheeler's having a Cy Young kind of year. Because if Wheeler was just having, you know, a decent year, <laughs> probably three or four more games back. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Um, let me. Let, let me ask you a question. Sure. So we're here on August, uh, whatever it is, 19th. Okay. How close do you think they will 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 get at some point? Like the, you know, three weeks from now. I mean, do you think there's going to be a point in September where they're going to be within a game or so? No. Okay. No, I'm not so sure. I, 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 well, when they go to Atlanta with six games left. All right. Well, but here they go to Atlanta. But Mike, Mike, let's be honest. Okay, you mentioned it. They're playing the you know the Braves are playing the Orioles. Oh no! I yeah. I mean the the Braves are playing the Orioles. The lead's at four now. The Braves are playing the Orioles. Yeah. And the Phillies are playing the Padres. And I, I get it. The Padres I, I, have not played well. But by the time yeah. this weekend is over, there's a strong chance this league could be six or seven. Well, I yeah. I guess it could be. But when they go to Atlanta, and if it gets to six or seven, six it's over. To go. How far do you think they'll be out? Will those games mean anything? No. Wow, so you're really painting a bad pitch. Okay, that's fine. I think that this team's this team's mojo is gone. When the Diamondbacks come here for that four, how many did the Phillies win? Oh, they may win three. They may, yeah. But they, but it's very easy. But it's very easy to think they'll lose four of the next five. Mm, yeah, I don't know what San Diego's bringing to the table. I know Wheeler's not going to pitch. You're right. I mean, San, yeah. Di- San Diego for three, and then you get Tampa here for two. Yeah. It's not pretty. It's not well, pretty. 
No, but see, and, see, and I, what we talked about, remember a couple weeks ago when we were going down over the schedule and all that, and we talked about how weak their schedule was in the back end and all that. And I warned you that the Braves schedule through the end of August. Yeah. Was it, was it, yeah. Was a, was a cupcake. Well, here's what the Phillies. And that they had to hang close. Well, they're not hanging close. I mean, here's what can happen. This can happen. The Phillies cannot go to Atlanta for that next to last series of the year and not like be speed. Let's say five or six games out. Behind the Braves, where those well, yeah, games, because it was there's only six games left in the season at that point. Well, right. okay. so I'm saying if they go, let's say they're down five, and right. they go, in theory, they could sweep the Braves and still have a shot. All I'm saying is they they can't like they got to go there, maybe three down. You, you know, you got to go there if they go there with no shot, and everybody knows they have no shot. That to me is just you will know by Labor Day. And, and this is why, like we've looked at the Philly schedule and all that, the Braves, the Braves schedule after this weekend in Baltimore, two at home against the the Yankees. By the way, they get two days off next week, Wednesday and Thursday are off. Then three at home against Frisco. They go to LA, to Colorado, and then they and so by the time Memorial Day is done, they're done, you know they're done with like their last big road trip. I take that right. back. They, but, they but go they, back to San Francisco one time, too. But they could lose a few of those games. I mean, the Yankees are good. The Yankees are one of the hottest teams in baseball right now. Mm-hmm. The, the, who, who else was it? The Rays, did you say? No, they got the Yankees, uh, Giants, and Dodgers. The Giants? Okay, so they're playing three of the best teams in baseball right now. And they actually, so, ha- and they actually have, I should correct myself here, in, in from this point on, okay? Man, I didn't realize it was this much. Um. Six against the Giants left, including three in San Francisco. All right. Three in San Diego. Right. Uh, actually, four in San Diego. There's one is a suspended game that's going to get resumed out there. Okay. Three against the Dodgers in Los Angeles. So they play all right. three West Coast teams out there. They and, could lose a lot of those games, Kevin. They could. Well, that's all I'm saying is, so if you're the Phillies, you, to me, there's no excuse for the Phillies not getting to that Atlanta series with at least a shot. Even if the shot isn't, even if you're three out or two out, something like that where you might have to at least win at the very least two or three, maybe three. But you can't, what you just said to me was the Braves could lose some games coming up here. They not could. because of anything the Braves necessarily do bad, just because the teams are playing or are really good. They will get the Phillies, by the way, against Tampa next week. We'll have Wheeler pitch to Wednesday night game. So that means if, if I'm the Braves, I really need to sweep the Orioles. And look, the Orioles will do to win a game because they haven't won in 15 games. So, but the Braves, from what you just told me, it would really behoove the Braves to sweep this weekend, or at the very, very, very least, get two or three. It would behoove the Phillies to get two or three. Well, sure. I mean, the Phillies every time they line they can, up, now, they can't they can't get swept out in San Diego, and they cannot. They're not going. They're not going to get swept in San Diego. They'll they'll, they'll win at least one, but one might not be good enough. You know, know. you're Same. you're way more confident. I get it. San Diego's been Kevin, awful. They're but. going to you, you can't. They're going to have it's baseball. This is what happens in baseball. It's not football. It's not like you're lining up sixteen times and you can sit there and say, oh. It, 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 there's going to be series where they surprise you both ways. Mm-hmm. It, it's just going to happen. It, it's it is. 
Um, and like I said, we could be sitting here two weeks from now and they could win five out of seven or something. It, 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 you know, it, it's not it, – that's baseball. Baseball's – look at the Red Sox and Yankees. My God, the Red Sox were up like 12 games or 10 games or whatever. Now they're going to miss the playoffs. And the Yankees, everybody said, oh, the Yankees should just give up. And they went out and got guys. And now, they're, you know, they're, they're, they're leading the wild card. Mm-hmm. It's Baseball is a weird sport. It's a long sport. It's a weird – it's not like the NBA because the NBA it doesn't matter because eight teams – 16 teams make the playoffs. You don't care about the seven or eight seeds usually and all that kind of crap. But in baseball, it's it's 162 games for a reason. And where you are in July the 18th is not necessarily where you're going to be on September the 18th. And, you know, the, the Phillies have to win, I mean, almost every game they play. But they're not going to win every game. I mean, I was, but sure. how many do they have left? 40? 41. They have left? 41. Okay. I would say to have a legit chance, 25 and 16. Now, can they do that? I don't know. But I think that's about kind of what they're going to have to do. Because 25 would get them to what number? Well, they're 61 and 60, so 25 would get them 86. That gets them 86. That would give them a chance. 86 is about where people project the Braves are going to end up, somewhere in that range. Now, can they go 25 and 16? I don't, you know. I mean, if they get to September, if they get, I mean, we all know how they've done in September. I mean, you know. How Noel was done in September. So I mean, you know, I'm supposed to think that he's going to turn it around this September. I, I, yeah, I wouldn't bet on that. Right. So uh, you know, more than likely, it'll probably go instead of 25, 16. But again, they do have the four with the D backs at home. Uh, more than likely, it'll probably go 22 and 19. Yeah. And that probably won't be good enough. Yeah. Uh, let's shift gears to. Yeah, it's football season. And no, it's not. No, no it's, it's not. It's fake no, football not. season. Um, that's good. That's a good way to put it. I mean, uh, you know, um, we're watching this right now. As I'm sure, you, is it on your TV at this point? I could put it on, but I, I didn't no, have it on. no. It's nineteen nothing at halftime, and, and every every everybody loves Raymond's on. Every every starter is gone out of the game. Uh, yeah, well, but obviously. that won't stop people from analyzing it like fifty-five ways from Sunday, and I get it; it's their job to do that. I, 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 I mean, Devontae both, Smith. You played, and I have both been there. Devontae Smith played the bulk of the first half. Yeah. Um, but you know the the line, you know, it's Flacco instead of Hertz and whatever. I mean, and, and you're playing a team that looks like maybe they could be a little better this year. The Patriots, you know. Patriots quarterback controversy is actually not a bad thing to have because Cam can do some things, and Mac Jones is apparently making an impact there. So yeah, I think eventually Jones will be the quarterback. I do too, but I think Cam might be starting Week One. That because I, I just, could see that. Yeah, um, and that's of all the quarterback so-called quarterback controversies, that's the most interesting one, I think, because legitimately you could go either way. And the Pats got like eight players back who didn't play last year, uh, and they got Belichick. San Fran's San Fran's pretty interesting. Yeah, but I still don't think that that the other guy's going to start. I think Garoppolo will probably end up starting, but yeah. The problem with Garoppolo is no matter what you think of him, his record as a starter is really, really, really good. His problem has been he gets hurt. Mm-hmm. He had the team ten points ahead with ten minutes to go in the Super Bowl. 
So anybody that tells me, well, you can't win a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo, no. It's like Andy Reid can't win a Super Bowl. I mean, let's be honest. Okay, I'm not saying Jimmy Garoppolo is Mahomes. I don't mean that. And I'm not sure Trey Lance is, you know, let's see what Trey Lance is before we start. I think the guy in Chicago is going to play because all he's got to do is beat Andy Dalton. I, I don't really see the issue there. Um, but they're not a playoff. Right? They're not a playoff team. Said Justin Fields. It doesn't matter. If Justin. Oh, I think the Bears think they're a playoff. No team. way. You may not think that, but I think they think because they they said the coach and the GM are going to get fired. Now I don't. I think drafting Fields will give them an, at least another year where they won't fire them per se. But they thought they should have been in the playoffs last year because their defense is really good. Right. The problem was their quarterbacks stunk. And by the way, one of those quarterbacks was Nick Foles, who everybody, you know, thinks should come back to fit. Nick Foles had the greatest moment, one of the great moments in football history. Leave it at that. Okay? He'll have that forever. God bless him. Um, So, yeah. And I think Belichick wants to prove to people a little bit that, hey, I can still coach a little bit. You know, we, we weren't as good last year. He had eight guys opt out, eight starters, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think I think them and Miami are going to fight it out to see who finishes second behind Buffalo, uh, and the Jets will just be the Jets. But it so. would it wouldn't surprise me if New England got a wild card, one of those wild cards in the no, AFC. Well, no, I mean, there's a, there's like three or four teams in the AFC that will probably be battling for a wild card: New England, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee or Indy? Tennessee, well, Tennessee could win the yeah. Oh, Tennessee Whoever or Indy, win that right? Division. Yeah. Um, well, no, Tennessee's in a different division, right? There, the Tennessee's in the South. Right. No, no. But I'm saying for the wild cards, if you're looking at the AFC, you're looking at the wild cards in the AFC. It's probably a pool of, um, maybe maybe the Chargers or Raiders from the West. Maybe I don't think Denver's in that group. Um, I don't think so. Maybe. Let's say get the Sean Watson. New England, Miami, uh, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Cle- Cleveland, and Indy or Tennessee, whoever doesn't win that division. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. I mean, there's certain teams like Houston's not going to make the playoffs. Uh, Jacksonville's not, not going to make the playoffs. Cincinnati's not making the playoffs. The Jets aren't making the playoffs. Uh, Probably Denver. I- I'm not sold on LA or, or Las Vegas either, but uh, I still think San Diego might end up being the second best team in that division. I don't know, but it doesn't matter because the Chiefs are going to win 12, 13. Like games I think the NFC, the I, I, and look, and we're going to have our preview in a couple of weeks. I think the <laughs> NFC is far more clear cut. I mean, the contenders in the NFC are pretty defined. It's Tampa. It's uh. It's nobody from the East to to make a Super Bowl run. But you have Tampa, you have Green Bay, you have San Francisco and uh, Niners and maybe the Rams. Oh, I think the Rams think they're a Super Bowl contender for sure. No, no, but I'm saying those yeah. three. The, like, I don't think Seattle's, maybe, I don't maybe, think Seattle's maybe, a serious contender for a Super Bowl. You're probably right, but I think with Russell Wilson, and they were good the first half of last year. But they, they kind of went into the tank late. Um. Uh, yeah, look, I, I know some people think that, uh, you know, Caroline, I think they're getting a little carried away with the Matt Rule love, and I nobody likes Matt more than I do. I, I don't think they're quite ready yet. I don't think the I don't think the Saints 
really with their quarterback situation. Nah, Minnesota with their quarterback situation, I, I can't. Minnesota could maybe surprise you because I think their team They can make the playoffs, good. but I don't think they can win yeah. go deep. No, no, but look, in the AFC, I don't think I mean, half those teams you named as possible wild cards, I don't think half of them can. Yeah, I don't think New England can get can get to a Super Bowl. I, I don't think Pittsburgh can well, get no, to a Super I think Bowl. No, I think New England, uh, let's be honest. I think in the AFC Super Bowl contenders, it's Buffalo, it's Kansas City, probably everybody else. Maybe Tennessee. Maybe. Tennessee's pretty good. Maybe. I'm just saying. I don't think I don't think Baltimore's in that group. Uh but they could be. Yeah, Baltimore's defense gives them a, a shot. Good team. I mean, I, I don't know what to make of Cleveland. I, I think Cleveland can be a good team, but I'm not sure, especially with Baker Mayfield, I'm just not sure. You know, I mean, they do get, what's his name back? Beckham back. I mean, they, they weren't bad the second half of last year. Now they got to carry it over. And I like their coach. I like their coach a lot. But now you got to do it again. That's, that, the problem is when you have like a breakthrough year, kind of, like Buffalo. Buffalo has to do it again now. They got to go out and show you, and I think they have a better chance to do it. I do Cleveland, too. Uh, big guy, I like their coach too, but their quarterback obviously is very good. But sometimes teams take step backs, Kevin. You know, we've seen it. You, you know, maybe Jared Allen goes back to being not great, but just pretty good. I don't know. Uh, Baltimore has to learn how to throw the football a little bit. Uh, whether they can do that or not, I don't know. You know, P- Pittsburgh is Pittsburgh. They got a 39-year-old quarterback. Who the hell knows? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking at The that. Eagles might have a 39-year-old quarterback. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, I mean th- this is, the, this is the, the, the issue right now. The, the issue is for the Eagles – you're not putting them in any conversation because they're not that close. And I think when they people realize they're not that close, you're going to look at the way this season's going to go in a different light. You're going to look at development more than wins and losses. But the problem is, it's and not that's about a far, Super Bowl. and that's a far no, but that's a foreign concept in this town that you don't really care about the wins. You're looking for development. But in their division, it's like last year. Now I don't know how their division's going to play out. Maybe I would think 10 wins would give you a pretty good chance of winning it. Uh-huh. I think the Eagles can win 10. No, but when you look at Dallas, you know, Dak Prescott now has, you know, a shoulder that's whatever it is. We saw what Dallas was when he, he didn't play last year. Uh, Washington has a quarterback who I, I, I like him. But he's never been to the playoffs. Okay, Ben, he's 39 years old or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do I think, but you got to start with the division. That's if like, you're going to play six division games and five of them are at the end of the year when you hope that maybe they're playing better. Can the Eagles go three and three in the division? I don't know. They went two and four last year, and they probably could have won that last game, which would have made them three and three. Uh, their schedule, there's some games on their schedule. They play Tampa and 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 uh, Kansas City both here. I don't think they can win either of those games, even though they're here. But they, they have a, a lot of games on their schedule that – you look at it, and like it wouldn't be the biggest shock in the world if they won the game, right? Like, yeah, they go to Las Vegas. Well, is, I mean, yeah, I don't think they're going to win that game on paper, but like, so if they went out to Las Vegas and won, we'd sit here and say, "What? Oh my God!" The first game of the year is a perfect example. They go to Atlanta. They're probably going to be about a field goal underdog. Well, what does that mean? You know, and and Matt Ryan never plays well up here, but he's beating them down there. 
to me, and the Eagles have like five or six of those kind of games. You know, they go to Detroit. Well, everybody's giving them a win at Detroit. Well, maybe Detroit's sitting there going, oh, my God, we got the Eagles coming in. We can win that game. I, I you know, I, I just know there's a few games. You know, they, they got the Saints. I don't know what the Saints are going to be like. They beat the Saints last year, for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I think they're going to be around a 6-7 win team. That's me. But you know how this town is. If, if, if the division stinks and you get to week 12 or 13 – and you're a game out because the whole division's under 500, you know, then people are going to want to win the division, even if they don't think they can do much in the playoffs or whatever. And I'm always a believer I'd rather make the playoffs than not. It's like with the Phillies. Would I rather, I'd rather see them in the playoffs. I think it's good for the town. Mm-hmm. I think it's good for the franchise. Uh, even though I don't think they can win a World Series, I don't think the Eagles can obviously win a Super Bowl. Uh you know, and then if we're sitting here in week three or four and two of their offensive linemen are already out, then all bets are off. Do, do, do you know that Jalen Hurts, do you think Jalen Hurts is going to play all 17 games without getting hurt? Probably not. Probably not. Well, then you got Joe Flacco. And I'm not saying Joe stinks. I'm just saying is Joe's older and really hasn't looked that good in a while. And you really don't want to see Nick Mullins because if you saw. Oh, God, please, Kevin, please, please, please. Please, let's go Flyers. (laughs) I mean, although Nick almost beat the Eagles last year. So, there is that. There is that. He he almost did. (laughs) Um, I want to ask you one final Eagles point, and this involves around preseason games. And I know what you're going to say. I have a feeling I know what you're going to say. But the fact that they didn't announce until literally – Flacco trots out on the field for the first snap that that Hurts is not playing because of quote unquote illness. Um, you know, look if you go to a preseason game, you're going at your own risk. I get it. You know, and so a lot of those tickets we know, and you and I have talked about this. I think in the past, a lot of them go to kids who go to a game who would never have a chance to go to a regular season game. You know, season ticket holders give them up because they're on vacation or whatever, right? But but these preseason games are always a bit of a gouge anyway. I mean, I I thought it was kind of unfair tonight by the Eagles to not let that be known that he wasn't playing. To what point? Um, you giving refunds, Kevin? I'm not saying the refunds. I'm saying well, like what point are you trying to make? Well, uh, my argument is there were people that probably would have just eaten the ticket money and not paid parking. To get down uh, I, there, I, Kevin. Kevin, you get you getting you getting okay. way too Kevin. Kevin, you go to the game. You go to the game. They probably didn't know until 15 minutes before game or whatever, half hour before the game, that Jalen had an upset stomach or whatever the hell he had. So if they make an announcement a half hour before the game, that's going to stop who from coming. No, but if game. this was part of a plan that he didn't play, well, see, but then you're in your conspiracy because theory well, here, no, Kevin. because uh, look. I, you know, you have all these people saying, "Well, it really didn't matter because you faced the Patriots all week, Kevin, and those Kevin, those, those were Kevin, more Kevin, those were more." It. Mike, let me finish. No, those were more important you sound than like one of those guys calling talk radio and saying you're saying there was a conspiracy. I'm saying, Kevin, stop, stop, please. It's an exhibition game. I don't care if he played or didn't play, and I don't think half the fans. I mean, would they have rather seen Jalen play? Sure, I guess. So he didn't. So you went and you saw the Eagles, and like you said, it's all these people that don't get into a regular game, and they went and saw them, and they're getting their ass kicked. 
Okay, so they all go home by halftime, and and God forbid you had to spend thirty dollars to park or whatever. I mean, forty-five, forty-five. It's forty-five. I, whatever. I don't care. What I'm just it is. saying it's forty-five. No, you're just trying to make you're you're trying to say something that you don't have any clue whether it's right or not. You don't. You you don't know the circumstances of his illness, or whether it's a you're insinuating it's a fake illness. You have to give me give me something. You got to give me something. You can't just say this is Kevin Cooney sitting in Northeast Philly Mike, and I Mike, have this theory. Mike, yeah. Twenty five minutes before, okay, he's dancing on the field. Whatever, I don't care. I don't care. And if the Eagles just said he ain't playing, I don't care. It's an exhibition game, Kevin. Once again, it'd be like if I was in Clearwater and I thought that um, Wheeler was pitching. And he was dancing on the sidelines, and all of a sudden, the starting pitcher is is um, Vinny Velasquez. I'm going to say what to the Phillies? Okay, Kevin, come on, please, come on, please. You say you sound like it, the guys it, it's on a first po- tape. It's also a point to be honest. These games are a ripoff. There should be no more preseason football. That's a whole different argument, but that ain't never changing. What's going to change is there's going to be 18 games. In another year or two, or whatever, then ditch the two final two preseason two exhibition games. games, and then you'll only be paying for one. So. Because, because to be honest, like all these games are, are to determine the final five guys on the roster. And if you're having these joint practices anyway, the Eagles are going to have another joint practice next week against the Jets. The joint practices to the teams are much more beneficial than exhibition games. Well, and that's I'm fine. Then have that. that. Have that and don't have any exhibition but games. But you don't make money off that. Come on, Kevin. You're not, well, you, you make, you make more money than off a regular season Kevin. game. Kevin. And the 18th game on. Kevin, they're going to add an 18th game on. They had to go to 17. Why they just didn't go to 18, I have no idea. Because it was hard enough, I guess, getting the players to agree to 17. They're going to go to 18, and then you're going to have one home exhibition game, one away exhibition game. So you'll be getting ripped off one game a year. And that's for your right to have the nine home games every year. And that's just the way it is. It, I'm, I'm sorry. That's the way it is. It's the way it's going to be. So you pay for that ticket, the $100 or whatever, and then you give it to your next-door neighbor. And he goes to a game that he never gets in to see because. And that's life, Kevin. It's, it's you know, it, it, I, I don't – we got much better things to talk about than talking about where the NFL is ripping off people on exhibition games. I could have answered that question 25 years ago for you. It would have been the same answer. It, do- it doesn't change. Exhibition games are worthless. Whether you're going to see the Sixers, the Flyers, the spring training, okay, you're going down to Florida. So you make a vacation out of it. I get it. But, it, but please don't sell me on anything that has to do with anything that doesn't count. It doesn't matter. You know, there might be one guy on this team that makes the team – because he made a great couple plays in a, in a preseason game. And he's probably going to be here for two years, and then he'll be somewhere else. You know, unless you're Vince Papali or something. And he wasn't even here that long either, so whatever. Okay. No, I'm, just, I'm just saying, you're trying to go somewhere that Skip Bayless would go. And you're better than that. You really are. Um, let, let, me, let me bring a non-sports issue up. But look, before you go there, so let me ask you. So how many people do you think were at the game tonight? Was it full? No. Okay, 50? I, I, I really can't tell. What the, I mean, just, just make a guess. 40? Probably, probably 40. So did you think half those people 
when they announce a deal. Let, let me put it this like, way: it is a lot. Uh, they have just had the first; they're on the first series of the second half. Right. There's so, nobody there. I get it. It's maybe fifteen or twenty. Right. But do you think any of those people, or or, or very many of them, sat there and go, "Oh my God, Jalen's not playing. Oh my God, like, can you believe it?" No, Kevin. I mean, but might they have been disappointed that they're not going to see Jalen? They'll see Jalen next week, or they'll see him on September twelfth when what Jalen does actually matters. Um, let me let me shift topics for uh, before we wrap things up here. Uh, you're a Jeopardy fan, correct? I, I since Alex passed away, I I, I haven't really. I, I but I love Final Jeopardy. I love to try to answer. Final Jeopardy, and there's actually a thing online where you can call it up yeah, and try to answer. But I really haven't watched it a whole lot, Kevin, since... Um, since Alex died. Since Alex died, right. Um, there's a... Um, well, the, obviously, have you been following the Mike Richards saga? Yeah, 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 after, yeah, of course. I mean, uh, this is a mess for that. You think? Uh, big mess, yeah. And... Yeah. Give credit because to of, because of the things he said, the things he said in a oh, on the podcast. Pod, yep. Yeah, got to watch yeah. what you say on those podcasts. You think? Yeah. Uh, you see the guy who's running? He's running, trying to run for governor in California. I I think he's a Republican, Larry Elder. And there was something that came out that he said in 1996, where he did this whole podcast ripping women, mm-hmm. ripping blacks. Well, it was a radio show. It couldn't have been a podcast at that. No, point. it was okay. It was his radio show, and and making fun of PMS, saying you know, and 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 he was laughing about it as he was doing it, and somebody has actually brought these things up now. It's like, it's, you know, it, it, people think that these things aren't going to come back. You know, I can say something on here that I shouldn't say, and five years from now, somebody can say, "Hey, saw Mike, yeah, saw Mike with Kevin, and he made an ass of himself." Well, um. But all right, so how does this end? Does he host, hold on to this job or not? Yeah, a lot of people weren't happy that he took it anyway. Yeah, um, they were kind. Of, I, hey, look, Kevin, I I don't know. I mean, in today's climate, how do you survive something like that? Mm-hmm. I mean, do you think it's serious enough that if he then goes on and hosts, and they were also going to let that other girl host, my Bialik, Big Bang Theory, right? But do you think if this guy actually becomes the full time host? That because of what he said in this podcast, that there'll be so much backlash that he couldn't do it. Absolutely. Well, that, well, you just answered the question. Then. Yeah, and I. But it's going to be a question of will they admit a mistake? And that's a that's a big, big. Yeah, but he made the mistake. He hired himself. Oh, I. Well, he didn't technically hire himself, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he did. He did. So if the he, wink, if he, wink, nod, nod. He didn't hire himself, well, but he did. If he, yeah. if he steps down, if he's forced to step down, and actually, I wouldn't just say even step down as a host. He should probably step down as the producer. Yeah, I think that would happen. I, I mean, so then, then what's your plan B? Like, who, who would? Uh, apparently, the fans don't people, like him. They like Levar Burton. I didn't see. I, I haven't seen any of this. Yeah, uh, um, and obviously, Rogers has a day job. Uh, you know, look, nobody's Alex. No. So it, it, whoever gets it, I, I actually like the idea of the rotating hosts. I didn't think that was horrible, that you would let somebody do it for, you know, a while, and then you, you, maybe you go to somebody else. And uh, But 
again, I'm I'm not a TV person. Try like are, are are the ratings getting hit by this or? or I, well, I, I mean, know. he hasn't been on yet. They just started filming the next season today. Right. Right. Um. But yeah, but I mean, with all these guest hosts, have the ratings been? There, there's been okay. dips, but I mean, there's also other factors. Like Burton did it the week where uh, the Olympics were on, so a lot of their NBC stations yeah. didn't air it. Um, sure, you know, Joe Buck did last week. Well, it's the middle of summer, and who's gonna, you know, if you're out and about, you know, it's more likely if it's a seven o'clock showing, which it is in most of the country. Right. You know, 7 o'clock on an August night, you're probably out and about, you know, either cooking or cutting the lawn or whatever. Yeah. Or coming in from maybe playing golf or if you're on vacation, you're not going to settle in to watch TV. I mean, I think they have to figure out, and not, well, obviously they did figure out, but they may have to refigure out. You know, do you want somebody who's got, like, pers- like who's funny or somebody who's serious? So, is he, I like Joe Buck. I, I, don't I think Joe this. Buck's fine. I think Joe Buck's fine, and he takes so much abuse. So I, maybe I'm missing the point. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't think Joe Buck is that bad on the air. And now, do I think he's the best one on the air? No. But do I think he, he he's far closer to the top than the bottom? And, uh, you know, from all accounts, Rogers did really well. Uh, I didn't see the, the, the girl from um, Big Bang Theory. so But she looks harmless enough. She looks like a... Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. just a matter of will. What do people who tune in to watch that religiously want to see? And then the question becomes: Will people just tune in regardless? Yeah, because they want to watch Jeopardy. That's... Like I don't know: Are the stars of Jeopardy the three contestants, or and the questions, or are the stars of Jeopardy the host? Well, I think I, I think Trebek made it to a point where he was a star. You watched for Alex. But he didn't try, though. No. I mean, he, he was perfect in the role for that reason. He didn't make it about Alex. No, he didn't. Even though he knew it was about Alex. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you a Jeopardy fan? Do you, do you my, watch my wife watches it all the time. So, yeah, I watch it. What does she think? Have you asked her? She hates it. She liked, she liked Mayim Bialik. She, liked, uh, she thought Buck was okay. She liked Stephanopoulos. Yeah, there's another name, sure. Yeah, but um, he's got a day job too. Yeah, but um, he apparently was willing to give the day job up. Wow, that's wow. Okay, like he, if you, he, he's not the main guy on ABC anymore. Yeah, Mirror I heard. Is. Yeah, I heard there was some controversy. So there. I think he would have been more willing. You know, look, is that like the coach? Is that like the coach that leaves the sidelines to go up to the booth? A little bit. It's like an easier gig. <laughs> like, I'll be like, honest. Did you hear the schedule? Well, they tape a lot of shows. They tape, day. like, two days. They right. tape ten shows. Right, right. And then you're off for three weeks. Yep. But those two days are tough. Oh, absolutely. Or they're off for two weeks or whatever. Yeah. I, look, and I'm sure you get paid a pretty good amount. Of, well, what did your what does your wife think of this guy's podcast? Like, did she no, think she hasn't should... heard the podcast yet. No, but did you tell her? I mean, does she know? Oh, she, guy... she, she didn't like the guy to begin with. Oh, okay. Okay. I, she didn't, she didn't mind Ken Jennings, who was the everybody's favorite, they thought. He did the first six weeks. See, I watched some of the Ken Jennings ones. I didn't particularly like it. But he was so raw that you're like, okay, you give him a yeah. little bit of a break. I just think you have to have somebody who's got, like, oh yeah, who, 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 a little bit recognizable. Like Stephanopoulos, obviously 
Joe Buck, the, the, Anderson the, the Cooper, the Big was Bang Theory, yeah. right? Some something. I mean, I understand what they were trying to do with Ken, and if they want to have him have a role, yeah, so to speak, once in a while, I've got no problems with that. But I just think to be the full time host, I I don't know. Right? Did, were you forced out of bed last night because of the tornado warnings? Well, I was watching the Phillies. I stayed up to watch that piece of crap, right? And and then they came on at twelve forty seven, I believe it was twelve forty seven, telling me there was tornado warnings. In uh, yeah, Northeast Philly was one of the places yep. they mentioned. So my conundrum is, what do I do? Do I go up and wake my wife up? It, yeah, he said. It, I I don't know what to do. What does a tornado do if it hits a row home? Tears it apart. Well, the roof, I, I, but I mean, it's not like. Well, it, it, but the, the idea would be you get to the lowest level possible. Yeah, but my lowest level is still has windows in it and stuff. Well, like my l- lower level is, is more like a first floor. It's not a basement per se. It's like yours. Yeah. You know, kind of. Well, that's not a basement. I mean, it is, but it's not like, a, a, like the house I grew up in was kind of more sub, you know, it was a basement basement. Um, but I didn't, I never know what to do in those situations because your first thought is it isn't going to hit us. And then your second thought is, well, yeah, so it's got to hit somebody. And I woke up, I saw the pictures today, apparently, um, three tornadoes last night. Up in Percocet, one was in Percocet, one, yeah, up that way. One was, um, they showed you that, that, you know, the people, they, people lost some of the roofs Mm -hmm. and there was trees knocked over. And then so I look, Kevin, I, I don't. You know, I guess if I hear the big freight train coming, I, I don't know. I mean, I, yeah, I, I we we we, gra- we grabbed the dogs and came down to the basement. Yeah, we did that one time. There was a time about three or four years ago, or maybe longer, and they they put the warnings out. And I said to my wife, I said, and I don't think she did. I'm not sure if she did, but I went down. And I stayed there like 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, why am I down here? And I know why I was down there. I I, I get it. You're trying. You know, there's actually a room I could go into where our garage would have been that it basically is like a play a storage room. I guess that's the most safe right. that's the most safe room unless it unless somehow it collapsed on us, which any room you're in if it collapses on you, then you're you're toast anyway you're toast anyway, right. So I guess I should do that. Maybe I should. But then, like they said it was in effect until one fifteen, they said. Mm-hmm. But then I heard people today said that this that theirs came later than one fifteen. Well, there was warnings for like flash flood warnings and all that. So oh, yeah, yeah, last night, but last they, night, but on the TV it said uh, tornado warnings in effect, and it listed like, and it kind of showed you, and then Northeast Philly, and it said in effect to one fifteen. So at one sixteen, do you go back to? Because it seemed like some of these hit in places after one fifteen. Yeah, I, I don't know, but. Yeah, well, what was weird was the fact that normally when tornado warnings hit in the city here or in the region, you have all these stations that break in the programming and all that. All they right. ran was the was the scroll and the alert emergency alert oh. system. Well, doesn't it doesn't it hit your phones though? A lot of people. Yeah, it hit, I, it, it hit my wife's phone. That's how we found out. I was yeah. asleep. I don't know if it hits my phone. How about this? So I go into my right aid right around the corner here at Morell, and about like a week ago, and then the one woman's in there. She's She's been there for years and years and years. She lives up near the, the hospital. Right. For people who aren't from the Northeast, it's like five minutes from my house, maybe. Yeah. Five minutes from Kevin's house. 
she apparently a couple weeks ago when they had that the one bad rain, I guess it was, because yeah. I was telling her about it, she lost her apartment or her condo, one or the other, because the creek flooded somehow. She said she got out with her cat. Mm-hmm. They had to go back in to get her husband's ashes because her husband had passed away. She lost everything. She's now, And I said to her, I said, well, she goes, the insurance doesn't cover it because it's considered an a act of God. Well, isn't everything an act of God? Yeah. And I felt so bad. She's living with one of the people like that she works with, and they're thinking about going down to Salem Harbors. Is that horrible? I mean, like, and I didn't even think about it because I, you know, I don't know. Rain, it rained, whatever. I mean, she lost everything. Like, like, you know, what do you do? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I it, the, the whole world right now is so goofy, sideways, and upside down. I just try to wake up every morning and and. You know, get through the day and uh, not go to Ireland and um, whatever. I, I don't know. Um, yeah. So let me uh, let me let me tell you uh, what's going to happen again. If you're listening to this, there's also going to be another podcast that I'm going to do on tomorrow morning. Uh, Charlie Manuel is joining us uh, from down the line with Charlie and Bo. Uh, and also, obviously, the Philly, the winningest manager in Philly's history, World Series champion. Uh, we will talk to Charlie about just general stories and everything. If you're looking for him to come on and rip the Phillies, it's not going to happen. And I'm not going to put Charlie in that spot. He works for the organization, all that. Sure. Um, sure. We're going to tell stories. It's more of a feel-good episode. We'll have that out, out tomorrow afternoon. Uh, and then, in, of course, in two weeks... We're at Chaps Pit Beef in Media on Baltimore Pike. Our buddy Paul Hagen's uh, place will be there at 6 o'clock. Make sure you're there. Make sure you bring your wallet. Make sure you bring your appetite, which is more important. And we'll also do some college football previews at that point. That'll be the weekend before college football gets going. So, God. You know one thing you should ask, Charlie, though? What? In a general sense. Just, Charlie, you've been on teams that had you know, good runs. You've been on teams that had bad. What do you do as a manager? When, when things aren't going well and you're just so frustrated, you, you know, and he might give you a good answer. Yeah. And, and he doesn't have to rip Girardi or rip the players or, you know, he can just tell you, and Charlie, knowing Charlie, he'll probably give you a pretty thoughtful answer because, you know, he went through some goofy times in 06 and 07, right? Yeah. Where, where they, you know, people were ready. They were ready. Come on. We're, we're, we're almost there. We're, we're kind of that team, and and oh seven they did make the playoffs. So I mean, it well, you know, um, but yeah, he might, uh, you know, and then he went through a couple bad years after they had all the playoffs, you know, through not necessarily any fault of his, but yeah, just was. So, so that's uh, that's what's coming up on tap in the next couple of weeks for us. In two weeks, we'll also restart our. Well, in three weeks, we'll start our uh, twice a week shows. Obviously, with the, with the Eagles and the NFL getting going so a lot going on right now a lot going on as we ramp up towards football season i'm excited you sound like mike greenberg well i'm i'm excited for football i have hitched no, that no, no no but you you never watched uh, no i try not to every single morning jam packed we're jam packed today we got we, oh my god and look at the cast of characters we got it, it's and mike 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 every single day and, and, and then they wind up talking about the same four things they talked about yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Aaron Rodgers, uh, Cam Newton, 
Justin Fields, Dak Prescott, Trey, Trey Lance, yeah, Dak Prescott. I, I mean, I can pre, I can sit here and tell you, <laughs> it's like it's like every single day they get three different three new guys talking about the same thing that they talked about yesterday. So tomorrow will be made. I think Orlovsky's on vacation. Actually, he he's down the Jersey Shore apparently. Who Orlovsky? Orlovsky said a couple weeks ago. He said I'm I'm going to be down the. I, I think he said Sea Isle. I'm pretty sure it was Sea Isle. He's at the OD. Maybe he is, um, and he hasn't been on this week, so I'm assuming that's he's down there now. And uh, you know, but they just they switched it. Yeah, one day it's Mike, Mister T, and then and then it's uh, uh, the boy from Penridge, I, the guy the kid who I like a lot, um, Lewis Reddick. No, I like Lewis. I do because I think Lewis is one of those guys who tries to stay away from the the um, quick take thing, the the you know whatever hot takes. Uh, and then, yeah, you know, they'll bring Shefty on. They'll bring uh, whatever. But it's just, it's just, oh, my God. And everybody's trying to outdo everything. Mm-hmm. It's just, oh, God. Uh, but see, when I get up in the morning, it's, yeah, but I'm going to have to do my walk. I got like 15, 20 minutes. I just, yeah. yeah. There's nothing else on. There's no Columbo reruns on it. 8.30 in the morning, so, you know. So, all righty. Uh, uh, have fun with Charlie. Absolutely. And we will talk to everybody tomorrow when we talk to Charlie. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks, Mike. You guys. We will see you tomorrow. Listen to the Charlie Manuel interview. This has been Working to Beat. Well, you went uptown riding in your limousine with your fine Park Avenue clothes. You had the Dom Perignon in your hand.